Hey, y'all. I'm actually heading into the office today, and uh, this is another episode during the coronavirus COVID-19 series. I'm actually on my AirPods right now, so audio quality is a little bit different. I've got my phone on the charger down there. It's about to die, and I've got 18 minutes before I get to the office. I wanted to uh, to get some thoughts down. So, um, guys, we're in a special time right now. We're, we're in a special t- window of time, window of history, where there's a lot of things happening, right? This is going to be remembered for decades, if not longer than that, uh, as this kind of, you know, just this event, you know, kind of like a 9-11, kind of like, you know, those types of massive events. It's going to be remembered for a long time, uh, even shoot our kids. You know, they're going to remember this thing 20, 30, 40 years down the road. It's kind of wild, right? Um, and I'm not going to get into politics. I'm not going to get into to data or the sickness or any of that kind of stuff. Um, I think that there's definitely some, some things that uh, were unique about this that, that uh, were artificial, that didn't have to make it the way that it is. But you know what? Things are the way that they are, and, and we have to deal with them. Uh, we're in a special period of time right now for our businesses. You know, there's there's businesses I know that are completely struggling. And uh, and what's happened here, like even here locally, let's say, so if you're listening to this and you're, you're not a real estate investor or agent, maybe even you are, um, and you're going, oh, man, well, I'm in the restaurant business. And and, uh, you know, there's no way it's just, I, I, I couldn't have done anything to avoid this. Well, that's a limiting belief. That's not true. Okay. What, what was happening was years ago, I've been saying this for years, y'all. And I've been talking here locally here in Roseburg to business owners for years and a lot of them ignore it because they didn't have to do this. Now they're realizing, oh my gosh, if I would have done that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have had a hit like I did in my business for years. I've always been talking about the importance of building a list of owning your customer list. What happens right now? Uh, if you're a local business, let's say you're a restaurant or you're a laundromat or you're a gym or something like that. And if you don't have your customer list, people's phone numbers, a coffee shop, whatever, right? People's phone numbers, their emails. What happens when that steady stream of traffic walking through your door ends because they can't walk through your door? Well, shoot, you, you run out of business. What happens is you're going to go post on Facebook and hope that someone sees your message on Facebook about the fact that you're doing food now, Right. And I'm so glad that there are businesses that are getting active on Facebook and are posting the stuff on Facebook. You know what? You know, you know what, though, y'all? Can you imagine if you had 3,000 of your best customers or 500 or 800 of your best customers' cell phone numbers right now? Or rather than having to post on Facebook, um, hey, y'all, come down here and we've got dinner where hardly anyone's going to see it. Like some people will, okay, but the majority of your best customers won't. What if you could send them a text message, you know, that says, hey, I don't, I don't know if you knew this, but we're serving food again. And here's, let me take a picture and send this to you. Here's what we're serving tonight. You'll come down limited quantities. Guys, you would sell that stuff out in a heartbeat. Okay. What about your email list? If you're a local barber, guys, I've been cutting my own hair at my house and I should have just picked up the phone and called my barber and said, Hey, Hey, uh, would you mind just like coming to my house or maybe coming to my office when there's no one there and we can do it there? I, I didn't, I didn't just because I was probably making assumptions and I'm like, I don't know. It's just, I'll just cut it at my house. Now, instead, what if my barber would have had our, our, our list of phone numbers? So what if he, he, the very first haircut with every single person that he takes, he says, Hey, I'm awesome. I lo- really love working with my clients from time to time. I like to send little updates or, you know, discount, whatever it is, like whatever you want to send them. Okay. Uh, like th- this can be your call to action. Um, here, just go ahead and, uh, what's your cell phone number? Let me know that. What we'll do is whenever we book a haircut appointment, we'll send you an, um, we'll send you a reminder the day before. Is that okay? Cool. Yeah, that's okay. Awesome. And so now they've got my cell phone number. They've got all that stuff. And now when COVID uh, uh, shuts down, 
what I do as a barber now, instead of just taking a 50, 70, 80% hit of my income, I go to my text list and I say, hey, everybody, I know things are a little bit wild. Well, I am doing a service where I will come into your home or into your office if there's no one there and I will still cut your hair. And it's the same price as before. Or maybe it's extra. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's rather than 20 bucks, it's $25 now. I would pay that all day long. Instead, during this month uh, where I would normally have two haircuts with them and pay 40 bucks total, uh, now I've got none. So there's, there's me times probably hundreds of clients. It's thousands of dollars in income. That, uh, that he's likely forgiving because he doesn't have a text list or an email list. And so that's part of the unique time period that we're in right now, y'all. We're, we're in this window of time where those people that were prepared, those people that have businesses and marketing that is, that is not built off of, you know, that, that's not built off of, I hope people come my way. It's built off of steady stream, steady, consistent, predictable ways of getting people in front of you that won't change if COVID happens, that won't change if something happens with your storefront, okay? And then number two is all of those people that you have worked with, get their information and go back to them. If you're a real estate investor or agent and you had a slowdown, which most of our clients aren't having a slowdown, many of them are the same business, if not a little bit better, uh, the ones who are taking action, some of our clients are having a slowdown because they didn't prepare and they didn't get, get these things in place. But the ones who are doing really well during this window of time that we're in right now, while their competitors might be wondering what the heck to do, they're going back to their database and saying, man, I got 800 leads this past year of sellers. Let me reach back to, out to all of them again and just see if they know of anybody or if they still need a, a solution to their house problem. Because now maybe they have an even more acute issue. Maybe they have another house you can help them with. Or maybe they have a friend that's, that's happening right now. And they're like, yeah, you know what? My friend over here really does need help. And you can pay that person who referred you over 500 bucks for the referral, right? Like that's the power of a list. So how do we make sure that we're building up things in our businesses that are assets for us for years, okay? A steady, consistent, predictable uh, stream of traffic from a really good Google rank is an asset for years. Now, some people might say, well, what if Google changes their criteria, right? Like, what if what if Google slaps me? Because we heard that Google does the Google slap stuff. Guys, that's totally valid, but here's the deal. Whenever I hear people talking about Google slaps or whenever I hear people talking about SEO isn't you know, a good long-term strategy because Google changed their algorithm all the time. Um, yes, there have been many, many changes, probably dozens of changes over the last several years. But you know what? Our sites have continued to, to only get better. Like they don't get slapped. Now you might, might ask why it gets slapped because we're doing things the right way. I was on a bigger pockets thread the other day and there was a guy in there saying, man, SEO is really dangerous. You shouldn't, you shouldn't really build your business off of it. I've never ever said that anybody should only do SEO. I always suggest people should do multiple types of marketing in case one does uh, get hit or as you're building that one, you have multiple other types of marketing coming in, right? But let's th what this person said is, well, if you build bad backlinks, you know, Google squashed this and that update and this thing over here got squashed with that update. And if you do this, you know, you can get squashed. I'm like, yeah, awesome. Just don't do those things, right? Don't do the things Google doesn't like and do the things Google does like. And what Google's always looking for is Google's always looking for high quality, robust, authority driven content that solves the, the, the questions that their Google searchers are asking. Right. And they want to find authoritative websites that they can serve in front of people that really solve their problem. I mean, that's what Google's looking for. So as long as you're always looking at that, as long as you're not trying to game the system, as long as you're not trying to do this this funky backlink building scheme through Fiverr, or you're trying to, you're not trying to game the system somewhere, as long as you're adding true value 
and answering people's uh, questions and you're, and you're becoming an authority through your content, you're going to win. Like it doesn't matter what adjustments Google makes in six months, in a year. We don't even like guys, I honestly don't even really look or pay attention to the Google updates. Okay. Now I've got an alert that comes through that says when Google made an update, we might go check it out in hindsight, but I really don't worry about them because at the end of the day, Google's updates are always leading towards a better experience for the Google searcher, faster websites. We own that. We're, we're the best in the industry at that. Okay. Great web searching experience, especially on mobile. Bam. Uh, we own that. Our sites are amazing on mobile. They're all mobile friendly and they convert great on mobile. Okay. Next SSL. They want it to be secure. Awesome. We've got that. You guys have free SSL certificates for life on your websites. If you don't have yours activated on your websites right now, go into the website and activate it or look at our support. So we've got that. We're getting ahead of all the stuff that Google wants. Good, robust content with consistently updated content. Awesome. Video posts. Uh, guys, go in there and make a video post every week. That's good, consistent, clear, robust content that, that came directly from videos. Google loves that stuff. Google loves to see videos and YouTube videos on, on web pages. Google loves to see robust content on web pages. Okay. Uh, consistently updated content. Awesome. We have the, the content automation library. Now, some people will say, but the articles are the same. Yeah, they are. Like they're, they're the same because when we, when we really start to look at what are the ways that people can market online and do content and we say, what's the ideal? The ideal is someone's going to pull away and do a completely fresh, you know, fresh or unique piece of content. That's the ideal. But we've also understood that most people just kind of struggle with that. They struggle with coming up with the idea. They struggle with writing it. And so therefore, when you struggle with those things, you tend to not do it. And we said, well, this isn't the ideal, but how can we make something easier for our clients? We were the first ones in the real estate industry in general to do this. We did this back in 2013 or 2014 before all of our other competitors created automated uh, automated content uh, libraries. Uh, we said, well, how can we do the, the research for them to know what people are searching? How can we do the writing for them? And then how can we make it to where it's easy for you to publish these? So rather than you having to do all this yourself, you can just follow our guidance. Well, what our most successful customers do is they use those and then they click schedule. They publish those auto content automation articles up on their content pro or advanced marketer plan. And then what they do is they go in and spend 10 minutes modifying the article. So it's more theirs. And those things have a really good chance of ranking great in Google and all that goes with that. Okay. <clears throat> so these are the types of things that are uh, in this window of time you should be working on because uh, when this happens next time, you know, or if this happens next time, we want you guys to be prepared. Uh, I got a Facebook message from Trevor Augustus. I'm pretty sure Trevor, I'm pretty sure Trevor signed up for our carrot camp, uh, which we are uh, adjusting to a September carrot camp because of the COVID stuff. But here's the deal. Um, uh, with, with, uh, one second, I'm making a turn, almost distracted there. So what he sent me in Facebook, he said, Hey, I switched over to carrot from a custom site two years ago. Um, he said, uh, he said, uh, I put in the work, you know, put in the work to build up the SEO stuff, following your guys' training, hopping on your coaching calls. And he said, I'm so glad that I did because now during COVID, uh, we, we shut down a lot of our Google AdWords, which you guys should not do. I've got a piece of content coming out soon to, to tell you why. Uh, today's a perfect window of time to not do that, even though your ad costs have gone up. As long as you're profitable with them, guys, keep that going. It's the worst thing you should be doing is shutting your ad budget off. As long as you're putting a dollar in and getting more than a dollar back out during this time. Okay. So I'll explain that later. But basically, um, with him, he said, man, I'm so grateful you guys created a tool that made it so easy to rank well in Google. It took some work. It took some time. But ultimately, <clears throat> I'm getting leads coming in that are amazing leads even when I dropped a big hunk of our ad budget. So, guys, that is consistent predictable. That's how he prepared six months ago, a year ago, a year and a half ago, two years ago 
that would set him up in a time like this toward this unique window of time, he's not suffering like other people are. So in this unique window of time, in this unique window of time, what can you be doing to get yourself ahead? Whether it's business-wise or personal, are there any challenges you can take on personally like I'm doing, uh, tackling a half marathon to really challenge my mind and what I can do and what I'm capable of? Are there certain other things that you can really do, y'all, to put yourself in a position to win, uh, to where if anything like this pops up again, there's nothing going to happen to you? Like, what can you do right now to put yourself in in a great, great, great position to win in this unique time period once again? Okay, stack those bricks, put out content that ranks well in Google, follow our systems here at Carrot to do so. Make sure that you're stacking those bricks now so next time anything like this happens, you have the consistent, predictable lead flow and momentum coming through to help your business. Okay, in this unique period of time, you should be putting out content to your market, just like I'm doing here, uh, to, to be that trusted authority. So while your other competitors are pulling back and saying, man, I'm just not sure what to do, I'm pulling back and stopping. You guys should be actually leaning in, doubling down, right? Putting out more content for your market as an agent or an investor, putting on a podcast or starting a a weekly video series on Facebook or YouTube or starting some Instagram stuff and talking about what's happening in the market. Talk about what's happening with home values. Talk about how you're still closing houses and give people that positivity and that energy that they need to know that the market's still good and to give them confidence to to, to work with you to sell or buy. Okay, be that expert in 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 the market put that stuff out there in this unique period of time. Okay, this unique window of time, y'all, is not the time to sit back and say, I'm just gonna wait and see what happens. Okay, this is the time to really look at this as an opportunity to go, you know what? I'm gonna make lemon lemonade out of lemons here and uh, really see how I can add value to the world, really see how I can add value to the market in an even greater way. And by me stopping or by me uh, moping around or by me thinking that, you know, that this is just going to go away or that things are going to change in a month or two, uh, what's going to happen is you're going to put yourself in a really, really tough position to win in a month or two or three or four months. So y'all, I'm hopping out. I've got a webinar to do really quick. I'm practicing what I preach, putting out more content, being the leader for y'all. Hopefully it's resonating. You guys are executing some things. It's really motivating everybody. Seeing the posts, seeing the Facebook notes that come through to me each and every week from people listening to what I'm talking about, listening to what I'm doing here, and uh, seeing you guys execute this. So let's hammer it, guys.